Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the show. I'm Dr. Pat. I'm joined by my main man, Mr. Benny. Hello, B. Hi, Pat. Long time. Yeah. <laughs> the weekend just ran by. That's why. I'm telling you. You know, what do you think of today? Martin Luther King Day, right? It's a great celebration for all. It's a great celebration for all. One of the things we're going to be talking about today is, I don't know if you know today's topic, it's pretty much... The Golden Globe Awards, Women in Black, The New Narrative on Feminism. But for the beginning of this show, I want to talk about the women of color. I want to talk about the women who stood with Martin Luther King Jr. Now, why do I want to talk about them, Benny? Well, um, I'll tell you something very interesting about me. For many of you guys, you may not know this. I think you do, though, Benny. I come from a very interesting family. I've got this part of my life that many of you know me. You know me as Pat, Dr. Pat, Dr. Pat Show, Transformation Network. You know that part of me. Then a lot of you also know me as the girl from the Bronx. But I'm not sure how many of you know about the side of me where I look up every day and where I get my chutzpah from, where do I get that from? I think that's like a, that's like a term that uh, Chef Rossi would use. Chutzpah, where do I get that from? Okay, here's where I get it from. I get it from a woman who was born in the South, born in the Carolinas. Her name, Doris Glover. Now, that woman you've heard me talk about a gazillion times. I refer to her, I hate doing it, but my stepmom. I call her mom number two plus one because my birth mom passed away. Actually, my birth mom committed suicide. But here came this woman, Benny, this beautiful, beautiful woman. And in she came into our lives. And I learned so much from her. I learned about how to be accepting, how to look at people in, in a way that back then we didn't look at every person as equal, but Doris did. It didn't matter who we were, where we came from, what we were doing. The door was open and people were welcome in our home. And how did she learn this? She learned it from coming from a family that was also like that. So today, I want to reflect on a few things that I became aware of as it relates to Martin Luther King Jr. 
Who are the women who stood with Martin Luther King Jr.? Behind every great man is a great woman. Now, what are some of these women and who are some of these women? Do we know who they are, right? The women who strengthened the dream, as they're called. Let's talk about Dorothy Height. First, out of the gate, who is this woman? President of the National Council for Negro Women for 40 years. That's her. Who else is she, right? She was a contemporary, as they like to say, a contemporary of Martin Luther, Martin Luther King Jr. What does it mean, contemporary? What does it mean? That means, okay, wait a minute. Maybe he learned a few things from her. That's what I think that means to me. Now, let's talk a look at this. Even there's a picture, Benny. I don't know if you, there's a picture uh, uh, of Martin Luther King Jr. Given his, his, gives his speech, I have a dream. 19 what year? 63. Now, how do I know about this? Because it ties back to Doris Glover. My mom, how do I know this? Because my mom was front and center in making sure we were all aware of what was going on in 1963. But when you see this man standing there with all the microphones in the picture, Benny, there she is. There she is. No kidding. No, she's right there. Sweet. She's right there. And I should get this picture and post it on Facebook so everybody can see what I'm talking about. She's right there. And she's looking at him. She's looking at him. Okay. So we're talking about this today because every one of us has that person. Now, I want to tell you about another person, Benny. I want to tell you about another one. Now, I got to tell you, my mom was about as white as you can get. Let's just be very clear about my mom, my stepmom. My, but she was somebody that wasn't really that. She was somebody that if you saw her, you'd see a beautiful blonde woman with blue, blue eyes and ruby red lips and fingernail polish to match. But she knew about coming together. She knew about it. She knew about it. It didn't matter what walk of life. And I have to tell you, how do I know this? Because if you guys knew more about my family, which I'm going to share, my sister, better known as Chicky. This is a woman that, for me, 12 years older than me, 12 years older than me. Now, what do I want to say about my sister? My sister really was somebody that everybody respected. When she passed away, there were blocks, lines around the block for her memorial. And you got to see why people loved her. She lived in what many of us uh, now know as the projects in Yonkers. Color was not something she paid attention to at all. Not color, not religion, it didn't matter what race you were from, her door was open. And she lived in one of the worst neighborhoods you could imagine. And so what do we learn from these women? See, this is the new feminism, really. 
you know, I'm old enough to understand about what it means to go down to Atlantic City and burn your bra. I also know what it means to see people like Gloria Steinem and others raise the bar. But we have now a new narrative. But let's talk about these other women, the women who stood, Diane Nash. Who's Diane Nash? Does anybody know who Diane Nash is? Founding member of the Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee in 1960 Freedom Rides. You ready? Do you know her name? I hope you remember her name. She is one who did stand. Nash was one of the organizers who brought Martin Luther King Jr. to Montgomery. Okay? Can you see how this is all in just unbelievably evolving for us in today's society? Can you see how this is happening today? Uh, this is really, for many of us, little-known facts about some of these women, these black women who stood beside and sometimes in front of Martin Luther King Jr. Because it does take us all to come together, men and women. It takes us all to come together. People of all colors, of all religions. Then let's talk about Amelia Boynton. If we could just talk a little bit about her. And, and listen, an American activist who was a leader of the American Civil Rights Movement in Selma, Alabama. Selma. Selma who made history again. This year, the women of Selma, Alabama came forward again. And they said, we are not going to stand to elect someone who doesn't respect us as women. But Selma, a history, these women stood together and they stand together today. You know, they stand together today. Key figure, by the way, in the, in the 60, I think it was 65, 65 Selma to Montgomery marches, a key figure. Look at the pictures of Martin Luther King Jr. Look at them differently now. When you look at them, look at the women in the pictures. They were there because it takes men and women together. This is the new feminism. And thanks to these women, these beautiful women who stood by Martin Luther King Jr., we are learning something today in today's society and today's history. She was also one of the leaders who convinced, ready, convinced him to come to Selma. Can you imagine being a fly on the wall and listening to these conversations and these women coming out? All right, Joanne Robinson. Who's Joanne Robinson? Do we know who she is? So after the scenario with Rosa Parks being arrested for not giving up her seat on a bus, let's remember Rosa Parks, right? Because that's what's going on today. So what happened after that? Robinson, she was a critical member of the Montgomery Boycotts movement in 1955. So she was out there. These are the women. And I wanted to talk about them today. Then let's talk about Septima Clark. Let's talk about who she was, right? She was once dubbed the mother of the movement by none other than who we are celebrating today. 
Martin Luther King Jr. himself. And when we think about these women and we think about today and we think about what she did working with Thorgood Marshall on equal pay for black teachers, equal pay, which we're still trying to talk about today, she is the person we remember. And Evelyn, look, it goes beyond that. She even accompanied Martin Luther King Jr. where? To his Nobel Peace Prize ceremony. So when you look at this man, Martin Luther King Jr., what you're going to see is not just the man we know about, the man we revere, the man that, you know, we celebrate today. You're going to see how absolutely amazingly open he was to listening to these women. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, I'm going to talk about what the new feminist movement is about and how you're part of it, whether you know it or not. Stay tuned, everyone. We'll be right back. spirituality into your everyday lives on Universe Soul Heart Radio. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio as Kathleen Johnson explores the concept of sensible spirituality, keeping you grounded, connected, and centered on the path to wholeness. Kathleen has dedicated her life to facilitating holistic healing and wholeness in others. Listen to Universe Soul Heart Radio and learn how to flourish, grow, and impact all we do on planet Earth. For more information, go to universesoulheart.net. Tune in to the hit show, Raging Skillet Radio, mouthing off with Chef Rossi. Chef Rossi mouths off about different subjects in pursuit of breaking down walls and opening up your minds. She and Dr. Pat banter back and forth, taking from the headlines of the day on subjects that reach beyond what goes on in the world into your hearts. And go to theragingskillet.com to find out more and let Chef Rossi know what's on your mind. Holistic Medical Center is where you find it all. A healthy space with doctors who care, see, and listen to the whole you. Hi, this is Dr. Darvish. If you have not found an answer to your chronic symptoms, you will find answers here at Holistic Medical Center. Our doctors find the root cause of your symptoms and guide your body towards healing naturally. We transform lives from within. Visit drdarvish.com or call 425-451-0404. Are you traveling most of your day? Do you want to take Transformation Talk Radio with you anywhere you go? Well, guess what? There's an app for that. Just go to the App Store on your Apple device or the Google Play Store on your Android and search Transformation Talk Radio. Catch all of our live shows no matter where you are. Thanks for listening. Tune into the wisdom of your soul for guidance on living a joyful life. On Soul Wisdom Radio, Wendy will provide inspiration to raise your vibration and connect with your higher self and guides. 
learn how to balance your ego and to progress spiritually on Soul Wisdom Radio with Wendy Rose Williams. Visit wendyrosewilliams.com or Transformation Talk Radio to learn more about a healing session with Wendy and her events and publications. The Janice Underwood Show, helping you create the life you want, not the life you tolerate. Tune in each Monday, 9 a.m. Pacific on Transformation Talk Radio as Janice delves into the life creator system and the next step in your spiritual evolution. Janice Underwood is gifted at helping spiritually minded people shift their mindsets to unleash the creator within. Our souls wish to wake us up. Those of us listening hear the call. Do you? For more information, visit JaniceUnderwood.com. Wow, everyone, welcome back. Benny, thank you for playing that. Um, Yeah, we just, uh, for those of you that don't know, I think that was uh, Dolores O'Riordan, the lead singer of Cranberries. And she passed away at 46. Yeah, about an hour ago they released the information. So Mm -hmm. they're still trying to figure out what was going on. She apparently was in a recording session. And um, Mm -hmm. so they're trying to get more details. But, you know. Our prayers mm-hmm. and thoughts for the family and oh, yeah. great band, of especially in the 90s. That, that was yep. actually when I really started getting into music and the whole DJing scene was uh, mm-hmm. during the Cranberries hits. Yeah, the, their song Linger yep, is one too. of my top all time, like on the top list. So, wow, what a shocker. Mm-hmm. Um, thank, hey, you know, thank you all for tuning us, turning us on. I, I wanted to talk a little bit today about, you know, what I mean by the new narrative, right? So just as a heads up, so you know, um, we're going to be doing a show uh, this week, and I'll tell you about it, which is with Megan Edge, uh, playing on the Edge radio, Megan Edge. We're going to be doing both radio show as well as Facebook Live. And in that show, you know, we're talking about Something that I think is powerful. It's a powerful energy right now. And the powerful energy is, many of us know, many of us do know the bionic woman. When you hear bionic woman, you're like, no, oh, that's a thing. Then, of course, Wonder Woman. But we're going to be talking about bionic woman, Wonder Woman, every woman. Because that's what's happening today. That's what's happening today as the new feminism. It's a new narrative that crosses, just goes right across anything you think about women. There isn't this separatist idea now as much as it was in the 60s where you saw them as them and then you saw the rest of the world as us. Today, as demonstrated by, believe it or not, an organized movement. It really was organized. And and many people don't know this. What do you think it takes to get people for a an award ceremony, Benny, the Golden Globe Award Ceremony? What does it take to get those people to show up, men and women alike, in black? 
And why did they do that? It was for sure, if you go back to the mid-90s, let's say, you could find a red carpet political fashion statement. You could find something like the, an AIDS ribbon, a ribbon. That's what you could find. But never in the history of an organized event like this, right, did you find people coming together, both men and women coming together wearing black. Why? Well, you know, you look at the Golden Globe Awards, just like we did a just quick review for Martin Luther King Day and the women right there next to him. This is the time to take a look at women on this day of all colors coming together, all religions coming together and making a statement. You know, there's a picture that I put up for uh, today's show. And, you know, the picture for today's show is women in black. It's the new narrative on feminism. In the 60s and 70s, they were formidable years. Many, many millions of people marched on Washington, marched for what they believed in. And I just shared some of those stories with you, that how organized things got. Then the 80s, uh, we came together to fight for those with HIV AIDS. We came together for that. And then in the 90s, we saw the international platform, the rise of women who would stand for the rights of equality and education and a voice to be heard. You know, women in Iran who were being killed and persecuted for their belief of a Baha'i faith and wanting to give women an education. And then we saw women you know, the genocide of women all over the world and what we saw in Africa and other places. But women came together to have a voice. And then we moved in to 2000. And there we saw a rise in solidarity for all who love to marry. And we saw that continue. Then we then saw a question mark about equal pay. And how did it start? Where did the conversation start about that? Well, I think it was Patricia Arquette uh, who accepted an award for something who brought it to the forefront. But what has happened last year now continuing this year? I don't think I've ever seen it happen so absolutely uh, globally about women and what they will no longer stand for in terms of sexual harassment or sexual abuse or abuse, period. So what happened at the Golden Globe Awards was not the beginning. It was a culmination of movements like Me Too or Time's Up. And when we think about the Me Too movement and we think about the people that started that. And we think about the woman that came forth and said, this happened to me. This happened to me. These, this man did this to me. And people wondered about her. Did she make it up? Oh, it's just Harvey. It's just Harvey. It's just Hollywood. You know, did, did things happen where 
this woman came forward and people said, what? What is she talking about? Why wouldn't anybody know about that form of sexual abuse? But what about all the other women that came forward last year and said, wait a minute, this is going on. Whether it's an accusation uh, about someone in politics, and we've seen a ton of that so far, and now we're seeing politicians, what? Not running for office again. Why? You can blame it on politics, but I think what's happening today is women are speaking out. And they're saying, and by the way, men and women are speaking out. We're hearing from both. But what is it about this hashtag, Me Too, that got things rolling? So when you think about how Me Too was originated, it came from people that said, this can't continue. It can't continue. It can't be that women can be raped, sexually assaulted, sexual misconduct, allegations. It can't be that so many women with Harvey Weinstein were saying, wait a minute, this is really what he did. Please listen to me. That's what we're talking about here today. You know, the phrase long used by Tarana Burke to help victims overcome the pain of sexual trauma it was popularized by who other than an actress, Alyssa Milano. When she encouraged women to tweet it, that's like Twitter, and to get a sense of the magnitude of problem. What happened then, no one could have predicted. No one could have predicted. Millions of times, often accompanied with a personal story, Here's the thing I love about this today. The new narrative on feminism is this from where I sit, because I've been part of the generations of it. The difference is now that women are not silent. Women from all walks of life, not just Hollywood, women that are living in their households, and they're looking at what's been going on in their own personal lives. You know, the abuse that's happened. And, you know, by the way, you know, if you look at some of the spiritual uh, teachers, leaders we have now, especially in, in the Christian uh, movement, and you look at Joyce Meyer, Joyce Meyer has been talking about sexual abuse of her own for years. But why now? Why are the stories of sexual harassment coming to the forefront? Why is this now the new feminism? And I'll tell you, for me, it means a couple of different things, which I'll talk about when we come back. But most importantly, whether you're a man or a woman, you do not want your daughter or your son to be subjected to this trauma. And now that we know how widespread it is, across the world, across the countries, we can do something about it. When we come back, what does it mean to wear black? Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
part of one of the most powerful programs to help create a more joyful, loving, abundant, and peaceful world. Every day at 12 noon in any time zone, join millions of other people around the world to spend a few minutes in joy, love, and gratitude. Brought to you by Robert Schoenfeld, host of the Art of Powerful Living Radio. Together, we can raise the vibration of the planet. For more information, visit globalmomentofjoy.com. Conscious Confidence Radio, a timeless wisdom with Sarah Main. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio and join Sarah on an adventurous journey to the deeper level of meaning to move beyond today's world of constant change, confusion, and uncertainty beyond the shadow of fear. This hit show explores key concepts such as confidence, values, and attitude in a dynamic way. To learn more about Sarah and her work, visit sarahmain.com. Let It Go Radio. The future awaits you. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio as host Barbara Scheidegger explores the way to clarity, peace, and how to live a successful life on your terms by turning negative experiences into positive ones. Barbara's curiosity about the human experience drives her both personally and professionally. As a life coach, author, and renowned clinical hypnotherapist, Barbara knows how to move forward in a natural, organic way without side effects. If you want to grow, be sure to tune in to Let It Go Radio. To learn more, visit LetItGoHypnosis.com. Did you know that all of the shows on the Transformation Radio Network are available as podcasts to stream or download? Really? Check us out. Go to TransformationRadio.fm. We have business shows, spiritual shows, energy healing shows, and pretty much everything in between. Something for everyone guaranteed to inspire, educate, and transform. We are transforming the world one listener at a time. Calling all moms, it's time to awaken your vibrant, intuitive, loving self in every area of your life. Join host Debbie Pokornik as she shares thoughts, stories, and tools to help you stand in your power. Listen to Vibrant Powerful Moms Helping Everyday Women Create Extraordinary Lives, Mondays at 2.30 Pacific, 5.30 Eastern. For more information about Debbie, visit EmpoweringEnergy.com. That's Empowering with letters N-R-G.com. Let It Go Radio. The future awaits you. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio as host Barbara Scheidegger explores the way to clarity, peace, and how to live a successful life on your terms by turning negative experiences into positive ones. Barbara's curiosity about the human experience drives her both personally and professionally. As a life coach, author, and renowned clinical hypnotherapist, Barbara knows how to move forward in a natural, organic way without side effects. If you want to grow, be sure to tune in to Let It Go Radio. To learn more, visit LetItGoHypnosis.com. Are you, Are you searching? Are you searching? Looking for a sign? A message, for a sign. A message you need to hear from the great unknown, from the most mysterious place that is the most familiar to your soul in the depths of who you are. The universe put someone here to talk to, someone God gave a blessing to that you may find insight with. TheAngelLady.net. 1-800-323-1790. you Benny, for playing that. Our hearts go out to, you know, Dolores' family. Um, for many of you, lead singer of the Cranberries passed away today, or at least it was announced today. Um, you know, I was talking with um, 
with all of you about the new narrative for feminism. And, you know, at least that's what I'm calling it at the moment, having been part of uh, early, early uh, 60s movement and much more than that, grown up with the stepmom that believed in the rights for everyone. And so our house was filled with learning lessons of acceptance. And that's what I like to call it because they are lessons. Um, but I want to talk uh, for a minute about the men. Today is Martin Luther King Jr., a celebration of his day. Uh, and as we look at what's going on and a, a growing energy, let me call it, in the world uh, for people to speak up and speak out, you know, this is the time to speak out in support of what Martin Luther King Jr. believed and believed for everyone. And so today, I, I feel like what's different about today than when I remember listening to speeches from women you know, back in the 60s and 70s, and certainly being influenced by them. Today, I want to talk about the men. Now, a, a little mini-series that's not a mini-series, uh, because it's going to come back for another season, is this li little, little, little series that HBO created, uh, an American drama, Big Little Lies. I got to tell you, first of all, it's the cast that gets you engaged and involved. And many of them are being uh, uh, acknowledged, right? Emmy Awards, Globe, uh, Golden Globe Awards. But let's talk about who wrote this story. Let's just talk about it for a minute. Well, first of all, uh, Leanne uh, Moriarty uh, was based on Big Little Eyes, that, you know, from there. But David E. Kelly, David E. Kelly. And sometimes we see the faces of Reese Witherspoon, Nicole Kidman, Shailene Woodley, um, uh, Zoe Kravitz, uh, uh, Laura, Laura Dern, uh, certainly Alexander Skarsgård. But David E. Kelly... What is it about him and how does he represent this new narrative on feminism that I don't believe existed in the 60s, 70s, and even 80s? Well, here he is. He has written a story involved these women who produced this and created something that is so compelling. The story is so compelling and so representative of women all over the world that are in abusive relationships that just struggle for their freedom. And we hear time and time again, why don't you just leave? Why don't you just leave? Unless you've been in an abusive relationship, it's hard to imagine all of the reasons that you don't leave. If it were that easy for women to just leave, they would. But this story takes you on a journey of the nuances of, of how abuse, sexual assault, uh, how it creates this web, this web of confusion, this web of loss of self-esteem, you know, this web of 
of children and building a legacy of abusers, how it gets passed down. But what we know about this today is we're not silent about it. And so for those of you that are in relationships where you're not honored, all of the above, it is a time of hope in action for you. It is a time, as many of us have been through, it is a time to find a voice. It is a time to know that you are cared for, your stories are not going to be hidden anymore, and it's a time of hope and freedom. And that's what today is about. This is what the new feminism is about. It's about being able to look at one's life and say, I'm not alone anymore. You're not alone anymore. We're not alone anymore. And yes, has it come to the forefront? Is it a Hollywood thing at the moment? Well, it's being brought to the, to the forefront by celebrities, but it's not just a celebrity issue. And you know, yesterday, it was something really interesting, and it was Mariah Carey who said it. And they were talking about what's happening in the, in the movie industry in Hollywood. And she said something very interesting, Benny. She says, yep, we haven't even begun to look at the music industry. And she rolled her eyes. So are we done with this? I don't think so. I hope all of you look at this year and look at what it means to be a man and a woman in today's society and know that abuse, sexual, verbal, and otherwise just doesn't have a place in today's energy. I'm Dr. Pat, host of the Dr. Pat Show and also founder of the Transformation Network. And you're going to be hearing from us in the next couple months with the launch of our Epic Woman channel. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for being who you are, for supporting us for 15 years. Thank you. Let's take a short break, everyone. We'll be right back. Relationships are bridges. Truly, they are bridges. Think about it. We're all here for our journey. And relationships help us fulfill ourselves, find ourselves, and get to the highest potential. So as you need, as you fulfill your dreams, you also give people space to fulfill their dreams. So remember integrity, respectfulness, and nice, deep love, and soft touch is essential for every every relationship. So what are we not going to do? We are not going to possess, we are not going to be overly attached and be a tag on, and we will not uh, unnecessarily get involved or control others. Because when we do so, we lose ourselves, we lose our path. So let us live with love, respect, and some beautiful dignity. 
winning at the game of money. Lynn Brown is now offering Full Spectrum Finance, a progressive 12-month program that will help you to navigate through the mechanics of financial expansion. Finally, a financial planner who looks at the full spectrum of money and abundance, engage you in the mental, physical, and energetic aspects of finance. This is Full Spectrum Finance. Are you ready to get into it? For more information, go to FullSpectrumFinance.com. How would you like increased health and vitality? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural process. Every day we are either moving toward wellness or away from wellness. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. I'd like to be your partner in achieving optimal health. Contact me now at MaryJaneMack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit MaryJaneMack.com. Isn't it time to put your health first, to give yourself the gift of whole body wellness? What if embracing unconditional love and self-care was the first step to wellness? Could you honor that for yourself? My name is Audrey Michelle, host of Rewired Life Radio and the author of Rewired Life, A Journey to Untangle Chronic Pain and Endometriosis. In my book, I share how I healed from 17 years of chronic pain and disease. Get your signed copy at AudreyMichelle.com book, spelled M-I-C-H-E-L dot com slash book. Choose the new earth on the Cornelia Stephanie show. Tune in each week on Transformation Talk Radio as Cornelia takes listeners on an odyssey of higher consciousness to inspire, educate, and empower. Cornelia guides people on the path of self-healing, peace, and liberation. The Cornelia Stephanie show is your catalyst for anchoring heaven on earth on a global scale. For more information, go to CorneliaStephanie.com. Welcome to our good news segment. And, you know, this is really kind of cool because many of you have heard me talk about how we are looking to boost our technology in our radio network. And many of you have said, well, why would you do that? Well, there are a lot of reasons why. One of the reasons is that we look for the hottest trends that are coming out to make our lives easier, to make them more fun and to get connected in ways that we have hardly ever thought about. Today, Sarah Evans joining us here today, consumer social media and tech expert, social media correspondent, is joining us here today to say a few simple things. One is what is hot and what is not. Sarah, great to have you here. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us here today. You know, that that famous question, why? Why are you upgrading your technology? Now, I know you've got an answer to that, right? <laughs> of course I do. And CES always is the platform that gets me thinking about what's next in, next in technology, why I need great internet connectivity, how much data I'm use, using, and what internet plan works for me and my family. And this year at CES is no different we're seeing amazing trends like the rise of the smart assistant, yeah. things powered by Amazon Alexa and Google, the things that we can use our voices to control. 
Yeah. Now, for many people who don't know what CES is, let's talk about what CES is. You know, let's talk about how these, like I call, how these uh, daywear products, how these things, how these innovations come to the forefront and are introduced to the public. So CES is the Consumer Electronics Show. It's the largest tech conference in the world, and it's located here in Las Vegas with 170,000 plus attendees. And what's really cool is that, yes, there are thousands and thousands of tech products here. Some of them are prototypes. Some of them uh, may or may not come to market at all. What it really shows is what is possible in technology, what exists that we can use to create. Yeah, I'm glad we're talking about this today because, you know, for many of us, um, people say to me, Sarah, they say, wow, you people over there in, in Transformation Talk Radio, you are so not radio. You're not radio the way we look at it. And there's a very good reason because I'm not really a radio host. I'm somebody 15 years ago that dialed a wrong phone number because I wanted to reach a million people. And within an hour, I bought my first hour of airtime. But I'm the person that still wants to reach uh, millions. So I'm looking for the latest tech things. What will the public see here? What will they see? Well, at, at CES, and I love that you brought up the point of you're not radio. People say you're not radio the way radio should be. Well, that's the same concept with television. Television isn't the same as it once was. It's no longer tethered to that Mm. primary screen in your home. In fact, a lot of the technology today on the show floor is making TVs look like more of artwork or pieces of art installation on your wall. They're, they're as thin as paper. But also, we're not just watching that TV. We're taking it in our hands with our smartphones and our tablet devices out of our home, using streaming apps to watch content that we used to have to schedule our lives around. Um, live content is changing. We can watch things on demand, recorded. The devices used to watch the television, like Cox Contour, get smarter the more we use them with predictive search, individual family profiles. I mean, the, the entire landscape is changing. Well, I'll tell you what landscape is changing that we tapped into years ago, and I hope you'll mention this a little bit. One of the, what I think, one of the greatest myths we have in technology is that this is a field for men. Now, what we now know after studies and studies that have come out here in the past two years is that is not true. Um, moms and moms over 35, by the way, the latest study indicates again that they are leading the field in smartphone use and smartphone use of, let's just call it technology right now. They are plugged in almost 24-7. How does this new technology show and vision address this, let's call it, almost invisible population that have been our audience for 15 years? Well, I love it because this is my demographic. I fall right in there with two young children and a very tech-savvy household. And I am um, a, a, a huge supporter of women in technology, and um, both with my six-year-old son and my almost two-year-old daughter looking at what STEM activities we can do on a daily basis uh, so I can keep technology integrated into their lives, but also using technology to help fulfill our lives and move them ahead and give them the best possible start for their lives in both school and their personal lives. And uh, so um, I love talking about this because we do need more female visibility, more female leadership, and I love to see the tech space being a place where women can thrive and grow. Well, I want to talk about you for a minute because, um, you know, if, if, if I don't talk about you, folks are not going to understand why you're so passionate about this. You know, look, 
you're the owner of Seven Strategy. It's a PR firm. It's a new media consultancy. And I love that you're saying it's a new media consultancy because you and I are right on the same, you know, we're two peas in a pod almost. And you're, you're the author of a book, uh, Little Inspirations for a Larger Purpose. But more than that, you're on a mission. And you're on a mission to engage the use of emerging technologies. So here you and I are. We're both on a mission. We're on the verge of even changing our network name to the Better Better World Network. And yet technology is leading the way for both of us. What's up with us? <laughs> well, technology <laughs> is just so important in both our home and our professional life. And I'm telling you, just having a six-year-old in the home who yeah. is a technology uh, who wants to game. He's learning to code already. So we meet, need to make sure that our broad, broadband connectivity is yep. 100 all the time, that we have access to things like panoramic Wi-Fi, which is wall-to-wall coverage in yep. our home. And that is all essential. Um, the more tech devices we bring into our home, we need to make sure that our homes are equipped to handle it mm-hmm. uh, and run efficiently. And I love using technology for good, um, good initiatives. And I hope to instill that in my children. And I love working with companies like Cox Communications who do the same thing. And they are constantly ahead of the game and forward thinking in this space. Okay, so here, little tidbit. I worked for the telephone company for almost 25 years, but I didn't work for the telephone company. I worked for the innovative arm, the Bell Labs, the people that said, we can't use underground cable. We need to go to fiber. The scientist that looked at a picture phone in 1979, brought it to the board and were shot down. But this company and the companies like them are in the mode of what we now call communication organizations. Are they on board? Are they ready to really up their game for the public? You know, I think um, Internet service providers, the broadband uh, and and technology customer experience is first and foremost. That is their focus. Um, As providers, they're listening to what consumers like you and I want and need and then looking at the trends in the marketplace, which CES is also a great breeding ground for that, Mm -hmm. to look at trends. How are consumers using technology? What do they think and how will consumers be using technology in, you know, one, three, five, seven years from now? Yeah. And, you know, the time, I'm glad you said one, three, five, because can you remember back? Oh, you probably don't. I'm a little older than you. I remember back in the day when we can't, couldn't even plan technology as a one year, like a year from now. It was always three years, five years, 10 years. But what is the pace, in your opinion, that uh, electronics uh, are changing, and how is CES uh, featuring some of these, wow, out-of-the-box things? You know, I think technology is changing at an annual rate right now, and and companies are are working to quickly innovate and update because they want to see what's the next thing. You see it Mm -hmm. in the trends of smartphone releases, um, how they need to have new features, updated features, faster features, faster charging, you know, all those things people are looking for each year. Mm -hmm. So we're seeing TVs get bigger and thinner. We're seeing um, innovative approaches to that, but also smart home and automation. Security and automation is such a huge market along with wearables. So I'm looking, like in my own home, having door sensors, lights, smart thermostat, cameras set up, and teaching my children how to essentially live in a safe, secure home using these items that rely on Internet to function. What are some of, um, you know, look, you're plugged into this 24-7. You know, you're a spokesperson and you're an advocate. What are you most excited about and who are you partnering with? What I'm most excited about is 
technology for our children and how that will help them in their future careers. I love the excitement personally on my son's face when he is starting to learn to code and he sees a reaction for something that he has done. Um, and he is coming up, he'll say something like, Mom, wouldn't it be cool if mm. such and such was possible? Yeah. And that gives me hope for the future. And I think that is something to be excited about. And I, like I said, I love working with companies like Cox Communications because they um, thrive and support um, similar missions and do a lot for their consumers, both in the you know business and consumer sense, but also behind the scenes in a, a good for um, consumer yeah. doing good for the community. Yeah, you know what I love about what you just shared because your son's kind of like us. You know, we entered an industry um, years ago that uh, women just were not in broadcast, and, nor did they own a network. You know, and I'm sitting here today, and somebody asked me to speak at a conference, and I'm thinking, what, wh- wh- why, why? I mean, you know, like I don't understand. What do you want me to talk about? And they pointed out to me the same kind of thing you just did. I come from a place where my canvas is white because I'm not a part of a broadcasting industry. I'm part of, like your son, wouldn't it be cool if we could do fill in the blank? And we actually work on that. We actually have an exercise on our team where we do something like, wouldn't it be cool if to hear what would be cool? What are you most wanting to see in the future of electronics? What's on your, wouldn't it be cool if, list? I'd love to see access to areas that uh, are impoverished so they all have the same accessibility as everyone else. And I'd love to see the health implications as well, providing virtual um, and Internet-connected home health care for elderly or other people who cannot get out of the home. Yes. Yes, boy, you and I right on right on target with that. That's another myth also. And that is the myth that let's just call them, you know, our senior wise citizens are not plugged in. That is not true. Did you know that they are the fastest growing demographic on weekends that listen to podcasting and radio online? Absolutely. Ah, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But let's talk about this. How can people find more information from you? And what a great job you have. Sorry, I was cutting out. We have. To, it looks like we have to cut into another segment, Audrey, uh, Dr. Pat. Yep. Can you give us a website okay. so people can sure. find out more? Sure. You can find out more information at cox.com and find out more about CES by searching CES on any social network. Yeah. And by the way, Transformation Talk Radio is on the Cox Network across the country. Awesome. Thank you. The preceding audio was via a Skype call.